So the theme uh, this year uh, for our uh, camp uh, was uh, uh, mishpacha, right? Mishpacha, that means family, right? Family. And, uh, and family is certainly very important. You know, everybody has a family of some sort. Uh, you know, uh, most people are raised by someone, even if it isn't, uh, even if it isn't uh, you know, your biological mom or, or dad. Uh, most people have a family that they can think of, uh, that, uh, of childhood uh, memories, uh, and how important it is when we think about our, our, our families. And of course, in the Bible, family is really the, the model or the paradigm, right, of, our, of how God relates to us as, as a family, as a family unit. You know, right from the, right from the beginning, right, uh, that uh, we have a family, right? In, in the uh, creation uh, story, uh, we have a, uh, a family, Adam and Eve and, and their uh, children. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we have Noah and his children, Abraham and his children, Isaac and his children, Jacob and his children, uh, the children of Israel, right, uh, is the, uh, the, the, the covenant people. Uh, and then, of course, we, we, we read the, the concepts of being a child of God, right? Also, the, uh, the, 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 the husband and wife relationship of God and Israel, you know, and uh, the bride of Messiah, all of it. Uh, family-oriented, marriage, children, uh, all, all of that. So family is a great unifying value in the Jewish world and a, and a great human value of cultures uh, all, around, uh, all around the world, right? Uh, we're nurtured, we're called to raise and nurture uh, uh, people. But, you know, it's very interesting that in the Bible, when you look at those families, you are hard-pressed to find like Ozzy and Harriet, you know what I mean? You are hard pressed to find the Cleaver family, you know? You are hard pressed to find a family that seems to have it all together. Uh, again, think about Adam and Eve, think about Noah, think about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Solomon, uh, and then there's a bunch in between like Eli and his sons, right? you know, and, and, others, uh, and others as well. Uh, and, uh, and so all kinds of uh, problems. We read about disobedience, selfishness, arrogance, right? Uh, you know, I wrote in my notes, yikes, you know? Uh, that, is, um, that is a pretty rough. But what we also read about is forgiveness, and we read about reconciliation, we read about humility, uh, you know, uh, and those kinds of uh, and those kinds of important traits. And so, interesting uh, this year, uh, there was really two things going on. One is, as Stacy described, Shabbat, the focus on Shabbat, and Shabbat kind of gives us a um, a, a, a traditions that facilitate these kinds of family values. You know, uh, the tradition, not only the Shabbat, but all the traditions, our traditions, the traditions of the Jewish world, sort of give us a visible structure so that families can come together. So like when we think about, 
Shabbat, uh, Friday night, right? It's the family unit that comes together and not only has a meal, a shared meal, but, sh- but, but prayers, husbands pray for wives, wives pray for husbands, parents pray for children, you know, that, that, kind, of, uh, that kind of relationship. And all through Shabbat, that, that, is the, uh, that is the idea, all the way to the very end of when we light the Havdalah candle and Shabbat ends and it's the beginning of the new week. All very family-oriented. Uh, and uh, we had uh, some memory verses uh, this year, and Karen always does a great job with those memory verses, getting kids to memorize the scriptures. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, in the Brit Chadashah, the New Covenant, right here we have uh, so the, uh, the memory verses. Right? And, uh, and, and so, beginning in verse 4, love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, love does not brag, is not arrogant, uh, does not act unbecomingly, does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Okay? So it, this is very much uh, about uh, how, when you, when you look at this in terms of a family, that when we uh, have these kinds of uh, traits, these are the building blocks of relationship, right? The building blocks uh, of, uh, of family relationships, okay? Uh, so it's interesting here I I wrote in my own notes probably a long time ago right here, not about being or or not about oh I can't read my own not about doing loving things, but about being a loving person right Uh, to have these kinds of character traits selflessness uh, especially you know forgiveness perseverance service. Uh, and really being Messiah-like. These are Messiah-like, Messiah-like traits. And uh, they, uh, they demonstrate, uh, certainly, uh, very much uh, who, uh, who God is. And so, uh, you know, uh, in a family, uh, when we think about these kinds of traits, these are, uh, are the building blocks. So, you know, it's very interesting because there's another passage of Scripture that's kind of similar but it gives the opposite also, what the opposite is. And that's kind of interesting. And that is also in the New Covenant, and that is in the book of Galatians, in the fifth chapter. In the fifth chapter, we read about the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Ruach, means that when we know Messiah Yeshua, we have the Ruach HaKodesh who dwells in us, and there's a way of life that goes with that. It's not just, I believe this set of beliefs, but there is a way of life that goes with it, okay? But what's interesting about this passage, it also talks about the other way of life, the way of life that's like the opposite, okay? So the, uh, what you have is the deeds of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit, okay? So first, the, uh, I'm going to read it in the opposite way here. The fruit of the Spirit, of course, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and things like that. It's not like a laundry list here. 
and things like that. Things like these. Against such things, there is no law. In other words, in other words it's, it's not a law. It's a way of life. And, and that is the fruit. The, the fruit of what it means to know the Lord. You know, we don't like to use the word we're religious, but more spiritual. You know, we like to use that terminology because it is a way of life. But the opposite, it says the deeds of the flesh. So this is the opposite. Immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like that, <laughs> and things like this. Uh, and so it goes on to say, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And, and so when you look at them, without going through each one and, and giving a, a definition and all that, when you look at them in the big picture, the, the ones that are called the deeds of the flesh tear down relationships and destroy families and, and make it very difficult for us to, uh, you know, be a good uh, family unit. But then on the other hand, the fruit of the Spirit, the love, joy, peace, those are the building blocks of relationship. We like to say, we, in fact, in our union, we, I say this all the time, it's all about relationships. It's all about relationships. We say it here too. It's all about relationships. Now, when I say all about relationships, I don't just mean it's all about getting along and having a good time. It, our relationship with God as it is played out uh, in our relationships with one another. Okay? Uh, very important. Centered in Messiah Yeshua. The empowerment to live that way comes from the Messiah. Uh, comes from God, Yeshua. Uh, and, uh, and, and so how important is that? Now, finally... Uh, I just wanted to mention that's the finalies to give us hope. Okay, all right. Uh, now, of course, there is a passage in the uh, in the Torah that is the cornerstone passage when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to all of this. Uh, in fact, although I want to read something first in the book of Proverbs, in Proverbs uh, six, there's a very interesting uh, set of verses in the sixth chapter of Proverbs, and just look at verse 20 and a couple of verses after that. Okay. Now, you know, when it says my son, it doesn't just mean boys, right? You know that, right? My, my, my son and daughter, right? My, uh, my children, right? Very important. Okay, so everybody listen up because this is really important. Okay, real important to get this, all right? Okay. It says, my son, observe the commandment of your father, but then what's interesting here, it adds another little phrase that is a little unusual in Proverbs, and it says, do not forsake the teaching of your mother, father and mother. Oftentimes in the Bible, we get the idea that father, you read in the Bible, fathers teach their children. You know what I mean? But isn't it interesting right here? Uh, it says, observe the commandment of your father and do not forsake the teaching of your mother. So basically, that is uh, a bunch of words to say, listen to your mother and father. Okay? That's basically what, do not, but notice what it says after that. Bind them continually on your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk about, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. 
And when you awake, they will talk to you. I could go on, but I'll stop there. Doesn't it kind of remind you of another passage a little bit? I hope it does, right? Well, if it doesn't, it's going to remind you of it now, right? So the Shema. When you go back to the Shema, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Basically, what's this, this passage in Proverbs was written a long time after the passage in Deuteronomy. And, and so here, Solomon uh, is paraphrasing the Shema, basically, and, and saying, mothers and fathers, uh, this is what they do, just what it says in the Shema. In the Shema, it basically says, obey God's commandments. Here, it is clearly said, listen to your father and your mother. So back in the cornerstone passage, when we talk about ahava, when we talk about love, when we talk about family, when we talk about Shabbat, when we talk about uh, all of it, you shall love the Lord your God with every ounce of your being, right? With all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your might. And these words which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart, right? I, and you shall teach them diligently. See, there it is. You shall teach them diligently to your sons. Well, to your sons and your daughters, right? And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And so, if we say that we love God, I, and I hope we do, I, that we will I, embrace the Messiah, right? God's Messiah. I, you, you know, if we love God, we'll embrace the Messiah of Israel, Yeshua. And when we do so, then we demonstrate God's love, not by just saying, I love you, but by the way that we live. And the primary place that that plays out is at home. It's the primary place. And, and home is wherever home is. You know, as you know, you never stop being a parent, regardless, right? And, and I, I will say from my own experience, of my own life, and I'm sure yours as well, you never stop being uh, a son or a daughter if your parents are, if you're fortunate enough that your parents are still living and, uh, you know, and, and functioning. Uh, I, it's still, it's there, you know, that, that, that family, so very important, right? So I hope that uh, all of us, we might recognize that how that plays out in, in our families and that we might live that way and that uh, we might love indeed that way. And then, of course, the last thing is, is you know, it's not only our, our, our uh, physical or biological family or, or, you know, the family that we grew up in or, the where we're, or our own home with our own children, but also communally. Uh, we are a family here at Beth Messiah, right? Uh, and that's why uh, it's so important uh, uh, for us to be here and to participate uh, you know, and you have all those one another passages in the in the new covenant. Everything from love one another, we're members one of another, uh, to uh, exhort one another, bear one another's burdens, 
All of those things. We're all, we're connected to each other. Organically connected via the Ruach HaKodesh, the Spirit of God. Uh, and so our, our little camp Yaladim uh, really functions in that way, being like a family. Uh, and this year, uh, focusing on, on the concept of family uh, and love and tradition. It all kind of goes uh, together. And, uh, and so, Mitsuyan, great job, uh, Andrea and everyone, you know, campers. And you know, without you guys, there would be no, uh, we, would have, we would not have Camp Yaladim without campers, right? And, uh, and our, uh, our counselors, many of them have come up through the ranks, right, of, uh, of Camp Yaladim. And, and so, so important. And, and I have observed and watched the way that we, uh, the way that we demonstrated that this week in getting along and sharing with one another and being helpful and, and, uh, and all of that. So uh, what a great uh, moment. And I hope that we'll be able to take that message uh, take that message home with us and, uh, and that we might be able to make God, make Yeshua the Messiah, the center of our relationship, the center of our home, uh, as demonstrated by that passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm just going to read that one more time and then we'll, and then we'll pray. Okay, In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, just take those words, uh, those words to heart. Right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Does not act unbecomingly. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong suffered. Does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Rejoice in sinfulness. But rejoices in what is true. And, you know, what is right and what is true. Bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Now, I'll just say, when it says believes all things, just so you know, it doesn't mean believe anything or just everything. It means, in the context of it, believe all things that are of God and that are right and that are in the Scriptures. <laughs> okay, just so you know. All right, let's pray, uh, and, we'll, uh, and we'll continue. Lord God, thank you. For Camp Yaladim, thank you, God, for uh, Mishpacha, family. And thank you, Lord, that even Camp Yaladim is, is family. Lord, thank you, God, for our boys and girls, our counselors, our uh, helpers, everybody that has participated, Lord. Thank you, God, that, that everyone has demonstrated the love of God in, in just in communication uh, and in deferring to one another. And I pray, Lord, we might take that from Camp Yaladim and bring it home to our houses. And Lord, we do pray right now for all of our families, Lord. We do pray, God, uh, that nothing uh, would, that no unrighteousness, uh, that no uh, deeds of the flesh, Lord, would uh, mess up our families. And Lord, we pray that we might demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit, the love of God, in all the ways that it's characterized here, and that we might be known for that. And we pray in Messiah's name. Amen.